0: Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is about to turn into Friday, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's been almost a week since I did a show, so I thought I said, hey, let's do a show today. Okay, cool, so we're doing a show. Uh, The late night edition, uh, by the way, where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Spotify at cruising podcast also on apple itunes youtube and anywhere you can find podcast needs that's where you can find the cruising podcast also where you can find latest updates of the cruising podcast is at um at cruising podcast on instagram also at Town finest on twitter what are we talking about today what are we talking about to dizzy well, we're talking about uh, one of my favorite TV shows of all, well, probably my favorite TV show of all time. Most people probably are haters and shit and don't know greatness, but Supernatural has come to an end last week, um, had their season finale actually two weeks ago, and I'm just getting around to watching it. Um, If you don't know me in my past, it takes me normally years to uh, watch final edition of shows, final edition, final episodes of of my favorite TV shows, aka Entourage. It took me four years and to find out that a movie was coming out. Um, to watch literally the final season, the final season of Entourage. I'm getting better at this. Uh I I'm trying to become emotionally uh, disattached. Um, but uh the problem all right, so what's crazy about this season, the the ending of this season, you know, um COVID hit and they had to stop the show for a while. What's weird is, is that we knew that Supernatural was supposed to come to an end this year, but it feels like they didn't really plan. They it felt like there was more seasons ahead or something, or they were just trying to fill 20 20 episodes. Because what's what was cool about last season with Supernatural was that they went back to doing straight up like monster of the week type of stuff. You know, and that's that was actually pretty sweet. I loved watching that. It was amazing to watch, and it seems like they reverted back to you know doing that same model again. I'm just like, um, you can go like 20 more seasons with this with this type of model. In my opinion, I like the Monster of the Week type deal, just like the Mandalorian. Um, what's great about the Mandalorian is that you can sit around and you can watch it for you can watch it for like. Each episode has its own plot. That's what I liked about Supernatural. Like you had different, different um monsters. Like you know, one week it'll be like a leviathan. Next week it'll be a vampire, werewolf, stuff like that. I thought it was pretty cool, and I miss, I miss those times. And it feels like now, um, hold on one second. Damn, what the fuck records is going on there? It just feels like you know, it it feels like they can go on longer. But I'm guessing something's going to happen big that turns everything around and that's going to be supernatural. So, I, I like I said, man, I, I've been a huge fan of this show. It's been on for 15 years. I'm 31 years old. So, when I was 16, that don't even make any sense. 16 is when I started watching this shit? Hmm. I feel like it came on earlier than that. But I, I've been watching this show, you know, four to 15 seasons and... It's been it's been fantastic, man. I remember when it first came on, where it was actually scary. You know, like, you know, the monsters were actually very fucking scary. It was a very dark hue to the show and just, you know, it, it you know, had its comedic parts. It had, you know, a slow season, some of his bad, not bad seasons, but not great seasons like season 5. It's literally like I tell everyone, season 5 of Supernatural is the greatest season of a 23 episode arc ever. It's the greatest season ever. I think it's the fifth season, either the fifth or fourth season. I'm pretty sure it's the fifth season where they, they finally, you know, where the devil is finally let loose. Greatest season of a show of all time. And then, you know, it was kind of hard to repeat that season, you know, and um, it's just sad. You know, what I mean, it just feels like a lot of things are like coming like we're, we're almost at the end of the year now. And uh, end of a shitty year for most people. um, But it feels like there's a lot of shows that have been, you know, canceled now. There's a lot of shows that's getting canceled. And also, you know, Attack on Titan's having their final season, and that starts this month. Their final season starts this month. It's only been four of them. And four great seasons, by the way. I know a lot of people are fucking haters of Attack on Titan, but I love Attack on Titan, by the way. So you can eat a dick. Um, yeah, man, it just feels like it's a it, it's it's a strange time because now it feels like adulthood, kind of, because like my childhood stuff that I was watching when I was a kid is all like being canceled or coming to an end, like just like you know, like I said, Supernatural, Attack on Titan, stuff like that, man. It just feels like, damn, man. That's literally the last show from my childhood, except for The Simpsons and Family Guy. Yeah, literally, and it's crazy because all the rest of the shows have like different iterations of them now, or in spinoffs. Like Supernatural doesn't have a spinoff to it. Think about this: next year, Walking Dead—that's the season, That's that's the end of that series of the original Walking Dead. That's the end of that series. Like these shows, some people are growing up on, are are ending as they should. You know, some of them. You know, Supernatural—that's a long. That's one of the. I think they broke a record for being the longest running TV show. You know, it, it, you can't. That's amazing. Same guys doing it every single year for like that long. Most people don't have a a consistent check for that long. And to know that you know Sam and Dean, that like those guys never switched up. They never. That it was amazing. You know, and they did. You know, they both had their side projects like Jared Padalecki. A.K. A.K. Sam was on, you know, Friday the Thirteenth. Well, I mean, one of the Friday, or was he on Jason? One of the fucking scary movie fuckers. Um, but also now he's gonna be playing Walker, Texas fucking Ranger. What? He's playing Walker, Texas Ranger. He's not really changing his outfit either. So it's just like he's still gonna be wearing plaid shirts and shit. he's still gonna be Sam to us. And Dean, uh, A.K. Jensen Eccles. I feel like yo, know, all right, this is gonna sound crazy. But he should be in the running for Red Hood at some point. He voiced it so well. Like, the uh, he's Batman under Red Hood. He plays the Red Hood. He plays Jason Todd. And that's his voice, his voice acting. But, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe he can pull something off. You know, I, I wish when he was younger he did it. I know he went out to become Superman um, on, Super, uh, on uh, Smallville. I know that was one of his, you know, that was one of his auditions, but if he did, if he got that role, we wouldn't have the Dean Winchester that we know now. Oh, and also we wouldn't have Tom Wellings as Clark Kent. Think about that. That's crazy. How reversal of fortune, you know, uh small I keep saying it because they both start with fucking S's and they both came out around the same time. That beat Smallville. And Smallville. For real, fell off after their season five. After they killed off Lex Luthor. Sorry, spoiler alert. That happened like 30 years ago. Um, After they killed off Lex, literally the greatest Lex Luthor of all time, Michael Rosenbaum, that was it. That was it for that show. That show went to the tubes. Supernatural, now they had their down years. They bring it back up again by the reveal of God, who God is. And spoiler alert in three No, I'm not going. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to say anything yet. We're not done with the series yet. Um, But but that reveal was like two years ago. I'm not gonna lie. But it sucks to know that like this is this is it. You know, for this show, and this is it for you know CW. Really, the CW. CW is canceling so many shows. Black Lightning got canceled supergirl getting canceled i mean uh or pretty much going to their season finale i mean series finale arrow ended this year um probably legends is probably next and then flash but they're coming out with superman and lois i will never watch that fucking show you're pretty much trying to do um lois and Su- what was it lois and clark lois and clark you're trying to do a lois and clark again it didn't work the first time even though it was on for eight seasons and was only shown on tbs um. Also, he's that dude is literally the worst Superman ever. I'm sorry if it's not. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, he's the worst Superman ever. I wish that you know Tom Welling's came back and donned the suit. That that would have been great. I I, I definitely watch that. Um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much where we're at right now, man. We got a lot of shows ending right now. I'm trying to uh truck on through. I got like three more episodes left for Supernatural, and then that's it for that. But what's cool about Supernatural is, is that they still play on, like, TNT, like, in the early mornings and stuff, which is pretty cool. Like, I used to go and watch, like, you know, back—because those episodes are still fucking good. They're, they hold up, most of them. So, um, yeah, that, I, I just wanted to sit here and say, man, I appreciate all the hard work those two guys have definitely done. Everybody around it, Eric Krepke. Just in case everybody doesn't know, Eric Krepke is also the creator of The Boys. That's how good of a guy he is, the producer he is. Eric Krepke's the shit. He makes some really good fucking, the, the, think about this. The boys can go on forever. they going to have spinoffs. Think about, oh yeah, Jensen is supposed to be on the boys. He's playing uh, Soldier Boy. So they both, I'm glad both of those guys have more of a career outside of Supernatural now. Hopefully they get more roles. I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure though that role probably stop them from you know being able to um flourish in their actual acting careers but think about this either you go with a consistent check that is actually a hit show and you're successful at it or you know take the dive and fuck yourself over and lose that consistent check on something that actually works for you that fits you i don't know that's a tough that that is a very fucking tough decision which one would you do I'm going to post that question. Which one would you do? The thing that's comfortable, that's successful, that is consistent, or taking that chance and going somewhere else? Just that's, That might be a question. I don't know. That might be a question. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. i like a consistent check. I like it. But if you feel like you had bigger dreams and bigger th- aspirations, then you, maybe you would go somewhere. I don't know. That's a good... Wow. I'm, man, I have... I fucking stumped myself. I stumped myself. That's not good. That's not good at all. Alright. As you guys know, a couple couple months ago. Alright, so I want to say June. Around June. Yeah, June. I was talking about this in June. So around that time. I don't fucking know. It this year is just blurred together. Who who whatever? So my binge watching is kind of weird, has been weird lately. First of all. Um, earlier this year, I was binge watching nothing but Viking content, nothing but Viking content, Vinland, uh, saga, um, the last kingdom, I mean, last empire. Impo- oh my gosh. The last kingdom. Yeah. Last kingdom, the last kingdom, um, almost started Vikings back up again. Like I was doing nothing but Viking content. Then we started going to narco shit. Oh, Narcos? Oh, yeah. I watched all four se- all three seasons of Narcos. Four seasons. Five seasons, actually. I'm sorry. I watched Narcos, the two seasons with Pablo Escobar, the Cali Cartel, and the two seasons in Mexico. I watched all five of those. Binge-watched the shit out of those. Started watching a show called White Lines on Amazon. Fucking horrible. Don't watch it. It's the slowest thing you ever fucking watch in your life. It's terrible. Um... But Narcos, you know what I'm saying, Narcos with, yo, yo. The first season of Narcos, fan-fucking-tastic. Second season of Narcos, great. Cali Cartel kind of falls the fuck off. Mexico brings that motherfucker right back up. So, that's, I mean, let's be real, it's a great, uh, hey, that, on the real, that's a great fucking series, though. Netflix hit that shit out of the park. Okay, next. Now, what, what's crazy now is, is, you know, it's the end of the year. It's kind of like almost a religious time for some people. Like I'm Catholic, so Christmas is a big thing. Thanksgiving is a big thing, you know, shit like I mean stuff um sorry guys. Uh stuff like that. Um <laughs> so I've been watching things with either religious religious themes like Evil. I watched Evil. I didn't even notice this. I just noticed this now. I watched Evil, which is about a priest who's trying to debunk all miracles and ghosts and stuff like that like that was his that's his thing and demons and things like that um i'm watching supernatural which right now this the whole season is they're trying to fight god in the darkness and demons and everything we all know what supernatural is about then my anime watching is kind of like this too i'm watching god of high school once again god's in the name god of high school which is a fantastic anime if you guys have not watched this thing yet oh my goodness it's it it doesn't feel like it's not a is it it i think it is made by a japanese person by a japanese uh gentleman but it is based in seoul korea and it's a martial arts tournament for people trying to become the god of high school and get their uh one wish for whatever they want and then also i'm watching tower of god I don't know if this is like a coincidence or what, but this is weird because I went from Norse mythology slash religion to now Christian, you know, stuff, you know, Narcos is mostly loosely based on Catholics. I mean, you know, you think about it it's Mexicans. So most Mexicans are what Catholic or Christians. So they did a lot of things like that. You know, it, it, it's, it's getting, it, yeah, this is getting crazy. I just like started putting those puzzle pieces together. I'm like, fuck wow, this has been a weird year, and I would need to finish Tower of God, too, but I finished God of High School, wow, that was a gr- let me tell you something, the action scenes, if you like action, and you like a lot of fight scenes, this fucking show is fantastic, woo, and if you want to, like, test your mind, though, like, you have, like, these brain busters and shit, Tower of God is that show, too, by the way. Like, they have, like, you know, you want to see people get pushed to a mental limit. And to, like, physically and mentally, you're getting pushed in secrets and shit. Tower of God is fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. I definitely advise anybody to watch Tower Tower of God. Yo, also, I know it's, like, almost 12 o'clock right now. Yeah, it's almost 12 right now, so it's, like, the late-night edition of the cruising podcast. It's, like, The Quiet Storm. What song would you ladies like to listen to to get those panties wet? I mean that that's like the Quiet Storm voice. That's why I get you know. Or we can hit the Delilah voice. Hey guys, um, oh, I'm sorry. Here's Delilah. Hey guys, how can I uh, how can I? What song would you like to listen to? Oh, uh, my dog just uh, my I mean my my cat uh, my horse just got shot in the face and um. I'm feeling pretty sad, Delilah. Okay, we're gonna play "I'm Happy" by uh Pharrell Williams, and hopefully you guys have a great night. I'm so sorry about your cat or dog or horse, whatever fuck you had today. Um, but we're gonna play "I'm Happy" because that is some sad shit. What What the fuck? Uh, but like my my husband just left me. He's fucking my best friend. Um, we're gonna play "Uh We Can't Be Friends." Um by uh deborah cox and uh i forgot who the fuck else was on that song well it's a great song is it avant no it's not avant okay well we're gonna well gonna go search that up uh after this shit is over um but you know it, it, you know the late night shit you know it, oh you want some christmas music nah i hate christmas you know you know I lost a couple people doing great oh oh so we're gonna play um the weather outside is frightful um, also, we're going to play uh, the Bing Crosby song, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. That's what we're going to play. We're going to play that song. What? Wait, hold on. What? Why the fuck would you play? Okay. Sorry, guys. My bag Went into the Delilah thing. As If you guys don't understand, I grew up listening. Not grew up. Delilah, we... There's some family secrets right now. It's not family secrets. But we used to go to Philadelphia a lot when we first moved to Virginia. And my mom normally drove late at night around no maybe not around this time maybe like a couple hours before him it was just cool you know that's what mom did you know that's how that's how she stayed awake also teddy grams that was we weren't allowed to touch teddy grams touch teddy grams might lose a hand but what always came on at night if you if we were awake when when we all you know some this is back in the day by the way where you know we had cd players And so, if the battery died in the CD player, you were kind of fucked on the trip. So, and there was no, like, Nintendo Switch. Oh, oh, we had a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Color, but, you know, once again, once the batteries died and Pokemon kind of, like, you started beating Pokemon and you get to the Elite Eight and you can't beat the fucking Elite Eight and you're getting pissed off and frustrated you want to just toss this motherfucker out of the road on the middle of fucking maryland between the maryland mason dixon line where dixieland you see a big ass fucking confederate flag telling you hey you're in the south i'm sorry hold on my fault where was i going with this my fault when you're awake and you don't have any of those distractions delilah was the one that was on every time we came back crossing over the chesapeake bay fucking bridge tunnel which is 30 miles fucking long and goes underwater and I'm glad no one told me this when I was a child because I would have freaked the fuck out. I did not know I was underwater that whole time. Somebody showed me a uh, above picture. I'm glad i never seen this above picture of the Chesapeake Bay Tunnel because I can't even drive on that shit anymore. I will not drive on the Chesapeake Bay. I, I can't do it. I'll lose my shit. If, I, I, I will lose it. I, I didn't even know it. And my ears will start popping and things like that. But Delilah was the thing that we listened to every day fucking time we got close to that that's how i knew we were close to home if when delilah started giving out fucking song suggestions or or playing songs for people when you know yeah that yeah that yeah that that's my childhood in the car but you know we went back to philly every time or philly or jersey every time it was fucking fantastic i i i miss those days it was great down times 4 hour to 5 hour drives going to Philadelphia with no map, still trying to figure out how mom did it, but listen, I hope you guys are enjoying the late night edition, I'm very more, much more energetic right now, <laughs> and then I'm going to go in my bed and knock the fuck out, alright, but um, let's talk about this weekend. This weekend, I watched, I, I, I can't believe I watched this bullshit, but I'm glad it was for free in some way. Um, I watched the Nate Robertson and Jake Paul fight. I did not watch the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight, as I'm not going to watch my two heroes look like shit on fucking camera. I refuse. I won't do it. I, I refuse. I watched Mike Tyson and Roy Jones when I was growing, that, that, that's childhood heroes right there they are fighting each other at 90 years old. I'm not watching that shit. I refuse. But I will watch a YouTuber beat the brakes out of a fucking NBA, a former NBA fucking slam dunk, three-time NBA slam dunk champion. It shows you that, I don't know what it really shows you, At ultra-athleticism does not translate to boxing. Also, what doesn't translate to boxing is not fucking sparring for boxing. Also, what doesn't, tra- doesn't translate to boxing is not actually training for fucking boxing. Also, what doesn't translate is no fucking defense. Jake Paul has literally been, he's been training boxing for three years, professionally, by professional trainers that have trained champions. Him and his brother Logan have been trained by killers. Shannon Briggs, Shannon the fucking Cannon Briggs is training Logan Paul. I don't know who's training Jake. I think it is Shannon Briggs. It might be Shannon Briggs. I don't know. I I know Shannon Briggs, one of them, but... Nate Robinson, you walked in there, and everybody's like trying to big up Nate Robinson. Oh, man, yo, he, at least he had the heart to get in there. And by, Hey, listen, anybody can have heart to walk into a boxing ring. To me, it was more disrespectful to watch it through the simple fact that there's guys out there that have trained their whole fucking life for that type of moment. For that type of moment, and not get fucking embarrassed. That's embarrassing. If I was an NBA player, I'd be pissed that he fought that fight, that he fought that fight like that. Unprepared? He looked unprepared. He looked like he wanted to throw wild punches. he think this shit was going to be a street fight, but that boy Jake Paul... Let me tell you something. When you train for something, muscle memories come to play in this situation. Now, if they were doing a slam dunk contest, hands down, Nate Robinson wins this fucking thing. Muscle memory alone allows him to win that fucking thing Jake Paul has fought literally in some big ass fights not maybe not high competition fights you know he wasn't fighting no Floyd Mayweather or shit like that which I will get to that in a second but he's been training like a motherfucking madman and I was telling my brother I was like Rob look listen I think that Nate Robertson is gonna win this fight because he's ultra athletic I think that his athleticism is gonna push him Through this fight. He's going to beat the shit out of Jake Paul. I was completely fucking wrong. And I can admit that. I can admit that. I admit it. I was wrong. I can be wrong. I'm allowed to be wrong. And it's cool. That's fine. Cowboys still are. I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. My bad. But listen. Nate Robertson did not walk into that fight. Did not walk into that boxing match ready to fight a boxing match. And it showed. You did all that training. All that Snapchat video shit. You're showing yourself punching and things like that. Ooh, cool. You're shadow boxing. Cool. But what you didn't show was the non-preparation. You didn't spar. You didn't really train your defense. You were just out there to be out there. You sold this fight as a fight. And you didn't do shit in the fight. You got your ass Hand it to you. You do not take these types of sports lightly. You do not take boxing lightly. Because you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Yo, when he got back up from that second knockdown and his eyes were glazed over. I blame the referee for this one, by the way. I do blame the referee. Because I can tell you, I was like, yo, he's out. Like, no, stop the fight. You can see in his eyes like fuck man, I gotta get hit again, fuck, alright, come on, like, that that thats that was what his eyes were telling me, I was like, he doesn't want to be out here anymore, he, he doesn't, I don't think he wants to get knocked the fuck out, and then, to add insult to injury, he's wearing Knicks colors, New York Knickerbocker colors, not what you think I just said, I said Knickerbockers, okay, because that's what the Knicks are, I think they stopped saying Knickerbockers, because we got very fucking close to that word. You guys know what I'm talking about, Nick. Um, but listen, he wore New York Nick colors. That was a loss before you even walked into the fucking ring. And then you walk into the ring with basketball as my favorite sport. You did not come here for a fucking boxing match. I think he would have won MMA. I think if they said Nate is a he's a good wrestler, all right, maybe MMA might have been might have been a move. But listen. When you walk into a boxing ring and you're fighting against somebody that literally is being trained professionally, and this is your first professional fight, and this is like his third or fourth, I think, if I remember correctly, he's been beating the shit out of guys that's been smaller than him, by the way. Let's let's do give that caveat. Like, Jake Paul's been beating the shit out of people that's smaller than him, which Nate Robertson was like 50 pounds lighter than him. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this dude came in prepared. He came in ready to fuck shit up, and he did. Good shit. Good shit, Jake Paul. And everybody talked good about Jake Paul for the first time in, like, five fucking years. Amazing. But Nate Robinson, what the fuck, man? That, that shit, what what the fuck? And I, you know what I mean? Like, it, hey, and by the way, I, I see everybody's, like, challenging Jake Paul to a fight. Some of you fuckers might want to get in training mode first because that motherfucker is ready to rock. He's ready to go. He's good to go. He trained to go. So, I'm just letting you guys know that that was a terrible fucking boxing match, by the way. Um, I know that, but what's, what's, what's amazing about this, though, is that boxing became one of the top things from that, that. That was the first time in a long, long, long time that boxing was the main attraction for a weekend. And I'm even talking about Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Like, the second fight didn't feel like there was any hype behind it and he beat the shit out of deontay wilder now the first fight okay maybe the first fight maybe the first deontay wilder and tyson fury fight was literally the last time that boxing really took that that that, that's that step to where it used to be with mike tyson evander holyfield lennox lewis like when there's heavyweight boxing going right that's when boxing is at its top sorry floyd mayweather did sell a lot of fucking tickets though let's be real Floyd Mayweather did do big things. But boxing being a number one combat sport for a weekend, that that was it. Normally, Dana White tried to fuck him over and put in, like, like a great-ass card for UFC. This time, there was no great-ass card for the UFC because I think he felt like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm just going to give you bitches this shit for free on ESPN. So, here you go. (laughs) Anthony Smith. Okay, so... Youtubers are saving boxing. Think about that shit. The two, like, th- two of the uh, two of the three biggest boxing events. Sorry, that's not good. Okay, two of the three biggest boxing events right now. Hopefully, no one heard that. <laughs> two of the three biggest boxing events right now. Think about this shit: Logan Paul versus KSI, uh, uh, Jake Paul versus whoever the fuck he beat the shit out of. Both of those 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 fights, right? Everybody was talking about the Jake Paul fucking Nate Robinson fight. They were not talking about Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. That was literally that they could have put that fight as the main event and that would have been the most talk it's the most talked about fight right now. And then the I I think at the top though would be Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, number one. The first fight. The hype behind that fight and it lived up to the fucking hype. That was big for boxing. But two out of three are the biggest numbers you get from YouTubers? Think about that, yo. Think about that. That's huge. That's a big fucking deal. And they put boxing on notice. That y'all might think I'm crazy for thinking about this, but look at the fucking gates for the past couple years, and the and things that have made seismic activity noise, except for uh Gar uh Ruiz, Andy Ruiz beating Anthony Joshua. That that was a huge thing, but then then think about this: the hype died down. The second fight, nobody was even hyped for the first fight. Everybody was hyped. When Andy Ruiz knocked his ass the fuck out. But. Then they went to Abu Dhabi. And it was like all right, He got his ass beat. He came in 50 pounds. 100 pounds overweight. I don't know how many pounds overweight. But he came in overweight. He came in less speed. And got his ass taxed. By Anthony Joshua. Think about that shit. Professional didn't come in ready. And got his ass whipped. And won the first fight. By knockout. It's crazy, man. yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got look at that shit. YouTubers are saving boxing, and that's what Mike Tyson said. It got say it's getting saved by these kids, and I can say this because they're like twenty four. But <clears throat> I'm joking. By these guys, by these multi millionaires that don't even need to do this shit. They can make more, their money is being made on YouTube and Instagram. The biggest thing that, that that's crazy, right? And then they're here. They're fight. They're doing boxing. They don't have to do this shit, and they're they're gating. They're out earning professional boxers, actual professionals. Sorry, sorry. I'm still not gonna call them fucking professional boxers. Sorry. There's guys that've been working all their lives for shit like this, but they're beating them, in the gates, in the talk, all that. Boxing, you all know this, man. And you gotta think about this. The problem with boxing is. Is that it's so fucking corrupt. It's it's not as corrupt as the NCAA. But it's corruption in boxing. Forever. Forever. And these promoters are fucking it up. There should be some fights that should be happening right now. Earl Spence versus fucking Terrence Crawford. But Earl Spence versus Danny Garcia is a huge fucking fight, by the way. That is a tough-ass fight. For Earl Spence Jr. to come back to when he's, after that car crash. Who would have thought, but kids definitely wear a seatbelt. But, who would have thought not wearing a seatbelt saved his fucking life. Earl Spence Jr. Hey, if he comes back and he's not gun shy, he has to fight Crawford. (laughs) Okay, that fight has to happen. Lomachenko losing was fucking horrible horrible for the boxing by the way that was the worst thing to happen for boxing because crawford i think crawford should have to i think crawford and um yeah they need to fight each other we needed a triple g canelo again that didn't even make seismic activities like fucking youtube fighters it's crazy man shit is fucking bananas so yeah man it's just it's terrible so, the NBA season is starting back up um, next next week? Shit, is it? Um, I know preseason starts December 10th or 11th, which is very fucking exciting, which is sucky also because Cyberpunk 2077, 2077, after 5,000 fucking delays, is supposed to be coming out December 10th on all platforms of video game content. And for the cocksuckers, that have a playstation 5 except for my brother except for people that i actually give a fuck about you can all fuck off i i don't like you i don't i'm i'm very angry uh well really i'm just a fucking hater um goodness gracious i don't know what i ate today Goodness gracious. yeah well hopefully ah, well, whatever but think about this i'm gonna leave you guys with this shit little uh uh of uh of advice <clears throat> go into every situation prepared preparation plus skill equals luck nope sorry that's a lie preparation plus timing equals luck right forgot the equation i don't give a fuck um but no seriously though go into every situation that you go in go into every situation that you want prepared be ready for real be ready be set and be ready to go because you are going to get knocked the fuck out if you don't think about this some of, some of you i don't know just no kids probably listening to this shit Some maybe college age kids or maybe even people about to prepare to tell a speech or some bullshit like that or some shit like that. Sorry, not bullshit. It's not bullshit because bullshit smells like ass shit sometimes smells like roses. But. Listen, you got a speech, you got a big work project ready to go, some shit, you know, whatever. Prepare. Double check, triple check, do everything possible to make sure that you are ready to fucking go. Because it, it, it will come, it will show, it shows that you did not prepare. Things will show you that you weren't ready for everything, for every twist and turn, for every wrong thing. Shit, shit's going to happen. Trust me, I know. Shit's going to happen. But be prepared for the shit that can happen. Or a left hook is going to come and knock you the fuck out. Like Nate Robertson face down, looking like the NBA logo, the new NBA logo. Sorry, Nate Robertson, you you, you're here, bro. I'm sorry. That that I'm sorry. I love boxing. I'm not, you know, I I fell off a little bit on boxing and shit like that. But fuck, man, I would have been ready for that fight, Jake Paul, anytime, any place, bro. You already know. We can get it popping, bro. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Give me three months to train. Give me four, five, six, ten years to train. And I'll be ready for that left foot to get knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? i at least try to block it, you know. But, yeah. No, but seriously, though. This is for real. Be ready for everything you do in life. Every step you take. Every, every thought you make. Every word you speak. Be ready for everything. Every twist. Every turn. Every, you know, backup. Every, you know, every, you just got to be ready. Batteries about to, hey, we got to get new batteries. We got to get, oh, I got backup batteries and they're fuel, fuel. Cool. I got backup fuel. All right, let's go. Everything you do, be fucking prepared. As I know, I keep saying this, but this is, that's a prime example of preparation and timing. Because if, I'm telling you, the biggest things in life are people, the most successful people in life have been lucky. But also were prepared for that situation, for that, for the big thing, for any twists and turns that came with that big thing. So that's all I'm. T- that's that's the only nugget. That's the nugget of advice that I'm giving you guys tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Cruising Podcast. Hopefully it was uh, very much enjoyable. I know Pat. <clears throat> I know. Uh, well, fuck it. I don't care. I know a few of them were kind of, like, somber and sad and angry and shit like that. That's all me. I, I that That's not... It is me, but at the same time... So, um... <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's how you know it's bedtime. Now, now it's starting to get a little bit too close to, you know, bedtime time. Um, So... I want to say, man, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I know I went into a lot of sports talk and boxing talk. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the TV talk and the the advice. Hopefully, you guys, I mean, at least apply the advice. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I'm not like a sorcerer or like, you know, one of those guys. But just, you know, think about it. Just think about it. No, but seriously, I hope you guys enjoy your night or day or drive, wherever shit you're doing right now but uh with that i want to say thank you guys so much for listening where you can find the cruising podcast is on spotify uh at cruising podcast on apple podcasts you know anywhere you can find your podcast needs is where you can find the the cruising podcast um also um where you can find oh yeah and youtube shit fuck sorry youtube also on YouTube, uh, where you can find the Cruising Podcast, um at Cruising Podcast. If you want the video version, wanna see a sexy face. Even though it's dark as a bitch in here. Goodness girl. The light is literally on me, but I think I'm so black that like I'm blending in with my shirt. And it feels like because I'm working the sun a lot, that is making me very fucking like I feel like I feel like I can like hide in plain sight at night. Like this this shit is bad. Yeah, if you're not watching the video edition, like I got a beard too. I think the beard's kind of like making me kind of like look like a, if I don't open my eyes, oh, well, wow, I can barely even see that shit. And my teeth, like you wouldn't be able to see me. All right, my bad. My, my fault. So the video version of the podcast is on YouTube at cruising podcast C R E W S I N podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates of the cruising podcast and really my daily life of this weight loss journey I am on. And also, um, and uh, updates on the upcoming episodes is on Instagram, is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, C-R-E-W-S-I-N Podcast. And also on uh, Twitter at Nightstown Finest, which I need to start using. Twitter I keep saying this shit all the time, but I never use fucking Twitter. And I probably need to start using it a little bit more. Huh? we'll see but with that I want to say thank you guys so much for listening don't do anything I wouldn't do and I will catch you guys sometime soon <laughs> very soon no I'll catch you guys very soon man hopefully I'm I'm hoping I'm not even gonna say what I'm hoping for you know I'm not gonna say it because every time I plan some shit things go awry so with that thank you guys so much for listening I'll catch you guys later deuces